This is the Worship Cafe. My name is Olan and I'll be your host for a few minutes. Welcome. I'm a music director, uh, what can I say, a creative person, a worship leader, a songwriter, and uh, I don't know, just an enthusiast really. I'm an ordinary person I'd like to think of. And I'd like to express myself in many creative ways. So one of the ways is through this podcast. I'm also a recording artist. And yeah, getting confident and comfortable with saying these things to myself. I'm liking to take you on a journey with me. It's been a few weeks since I I had a podcast last. And I'm just trying to get back into it. I took a few weeks off to just focus on family. But yeah, it's been awesome. And here I am. Today I'm speaking about... The theme, it's not about you. Now, (laughs) when you think about that statement, it's not about you, it's hard to piece things together when, especially as a creative person, you conceive the idea. If it's a painting or it's a piece of music, you arrange it. That takes a couple of hours to days, depending on how quick you are. You get people involved in it. You sometimes have to say please a lot of times. You have to move things around in your calendar to make it work. You string all that together and then you perform the song. You edit it, you post it online, you spread it around, you get people to like and share. And then still, it's not about you. And I'm thinking to myself when I'm saying this, does this even make sense? It's not about me, but I've been involved in the process from almost from conception to completion, start to finish. And yet it's not about me. Or is it about leading worship in a, in a corporate gathering or, or leading in a small group? It's not about you. It's not about how much. Although what you know is important and you as a person are important, but it's not about you. That There is a bigger purpose to everything that we're involved in. There is a bigger purpose to everything that we do or that we do through God's help. So when I say this, I'd like you to picture someone who's standing in front of a congregation and leading or a music director who wants to conduct his own songs. You know, regardless of what the, the, the audience is playing to want to listen to, he just wants to do his own thing. Now, I don't know if he's, except he's Mozart or someone who, uh, you know, is a genius and is a recognized genius for what he does. People will struggle to, 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 to sit patiently and wait until he's done his whole shenanigans because it it's, would not always res- resonate with them. It's not about you in the sense that your choice of songs, especially as a, as a worship leader, your choice of words as a leader within a group should actually make things work better for other people. It should make the burden lighter for other people. It should make their world somehow better, somehow easier to live than, you know, how can I put this? than if you hadn't spoken. So take for instance, Jesus, who is our principal character, um, had a scenario where a woman was brought to him who was caught in adultery. Now the law was clear, this woman had to be stoned to death. So it was a death penalty regardless of what, but I don't know, for some reason, they brought her to, to Jesus because they wanted him, I don't know, they wanted him to maybe be tripped up, but he ignored them. And he wrote on the ground. I mean, that's a very bizarre response to leaders of the law and people who knew the law and have brought and they've brought someone to you to, to just declare what the law already said. And when he looked up, he just said, if there's anyone here who has not done the same, who has never sinned, be the first to cast a stone. 
I mean, his words made this woman's life a lot better. It wasn't about him. He recognized that, yes, he was the savior of the world and he was going to try and save this one too. But it wasn't about his knowledge of the scriptures. He could have gone down, you know, the legal way, trying to dispute how under the law, section two, subsection this of the Torah, where this woman could maybe possibly be found, you know, innocent. But he didn't even bother. His next words, he chose very purposefully to make this woman's life worth living. And we know the story. All of them, from the greatest to the least of them, dropped their stones and one by one, they all walked away. Now, when he looked up, this woman was the only one standing. And he said, woman, where are your accusers? And well, she said, well, there's none, my Lord. And he says, okay, well, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. His words, again, making this woman's life a lot better to live, a lot, uh, a lot more satisfying, a lot more making her load lighter. And so are the words that we speak and so are the songs that we choose when we're leading worship as well. How is my set list going to make somebody's life or somebody's worship experience a lot better? Do I find myself having to bash them because they're not singing? Say, oh, you don't, you know, you should just be, you know, you're not, you're ungrateful, you lot. You know, I have people staying there and standing in front of a congregation and say that. You're just something you should never do. Never make it about you. It's always about others. It's always about others, about God, first of all, and about others. And I know, well, some people who listen to this podcast don't believe in the God in, in the God factor or in a God at all and I, I, I totally totally understand where they're coming from you know but regardless of what you believe it's not about you it's about others another strange scenario Jesus was at the well speaking uh, well he targeted that time to meet with the woman at the well and asked her a few questions he was trying to help her out of the situation that he already knew divinely she was in. And through her, he was able to reach an entire city. About another story where he was at a wedding he was invited to, and he turned water into wine. Okay? By the way, that was the first miracle he ever did. And it wasn't about him. It didn't turn water into wine for economic reasons. It didn't do it for his ego. Nobody even knew who he was. But his mother said to them, this guy, listen to him. Anything he tells you to do, do. I have seen a miracle. I, I know something's about to go down here. And he only did it because someone was in need. They were in distress. On the day of their joy, they ran out of drinks. I mean, how can this ever happen? And what was really remarkable was the fact that the, the, the chief host said, look, who, who kept away this good drink? You know, you usually serve the, the best wine early and you serve the dross at the end but you've served the dross in front and you've served the you've reserved the best wine to last so jesus here again showing up on behalf of others how can we apply this to ourselves it's very simple when you leave life from this moment on was having heard these words i want you to re-examine or re-imagine life it's not about you it's not about having your way all the time it's about others. How does my life make other people's lives better? How does my being here make someone else's journey a bit simpler? How does my life add up? And it's all about the big picture anyway. Jesus always knew he was the savior of the world. 
he was going to redeem. So if I was coming to redeem, why be in a hurry to send someone to the great beyond if I was coming to redeem? And everything he did from the day he was revealed until the day he hung on the cross was summed into that. I have come to seek and to save the lost. We always say it for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoso believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Those words are true that will not perish. And if you look at every of the miracles that were ascribed to him, it was exactly the same. And if you and I say we follow after Christ as our example, then we need to live our lives just like he did. No pressure, guys. Simply no pressure. That's just been my rant. I'm Olan and this has been the Worship Cafe. I'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye.